Hello, Hello. Bonjour. bonjour. Welcome to Pardon Our French with Quincy and Justine, where we give you the 411 on everything Paris. On today's third episode, we're talking about dating. And boy, do we have a lot to say. Yes. So let's get into it. Maybe we start off by giving like our current statuses, just oh. for context. Um, yep. You want to start? Um, so I've been in a relationship for two years with a French boy. <laughs> and we currently live together, and he's also a sound guy sitting right in front of me. <laughs> Shout out. Um, and I am recently single again, um, just finishing a situation ship esque. <laughs> um, Whatever you want to call that. Yeah. It's sometimes it's very hard. We'll get more into this, but French dating timelines are very confusing and very different. Yes. Um, but Yes, we ended things. And where do we meet people in France? Social situations in general aren't places that people go to to just meet people. Like, yeah. you can go to a bar in the U.S. You can go to an activity. And there's always some, like, people are not closed off to the fact that they could meet somebody. Yeah. And I feel like in France, people go to these things with friends. Yeah. And their intention is to spend time together. Mm -hmm. So they're not necessarily looking to And I also think that, in, honestly, in the U.S., like, I feel like if we were to just do things with our friends, like, we might do something at home. So, like, I feel like if we are going out to a bar, it means yeah. that we are, to some extent, open. And yeah. we are honestly maybe looking to meet someone if we're going out with friends and yeah. we're going to a bar. Whereas here, it's like groups of friends sitting at a table, closed off to each other, only talking to each other. Let's open to even meeting new friends. Like it's yeah. not even just about dating. They're just yeah. not open to meeting new people. They're like, I'm here with my friends. Mm -hmm. Maybe friendly chit chat for like two seconds. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I think most people I've met who are in relationships that are French have either met on a dating app or met through mutual friends. Yeah. And I think so Bumble and Tinder are, I guess, the, the biggest. biggest ones. Yeah. I haven't really ever used Tinder that much because, like, I downloaded it once and was worried that, like... Well, also, the reputation it has in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that as well. It's, yeah. like, not the reputation for the type of relationship that I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I downloaded it, and no offense to anyone who was <laughs> on it, but everyone looked like they just got out of prison. So, um... <laughs> So I quickly deleted it. And Sean <laughs> um, so, and I met on Tinder. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. So, Honestly, to be fair, though, um, I had downloaded it just because I was only on Bumble and Hinge. Yeah. And then, and like Hinge isn't huge here. But I downloaded Tinder because I had a friend who was like, no, like Bumble and Tinder are the biggest things here. So I was like, mm. okay, like I'm not finding anyone on Bumble and I'm not loving Bumble. So yeah. let me just download it. And Sean was literally my only match <laughs> not not that like that's the only person i match with but he was the first person i matched with he like pursued immediately to to meet in yeah. person and then i never needed to continue on the app so Bless i don't up. really have that's experience good. on that yeah <laughs> you're lucky i got really lucky lucky duck yeah so i'm on hinge mostly um that's i guess it's gaining popularity here it is a lot of american girls on it and then french guys looking for foreigners yeah there are like it, by being on it, sometimes I do feel like I'm playing into, like, this weird niche <laughs> niche that they have for American girls specifically. But I'm also on Raya. Raya is difficult. I sometimes don't like it that much because they always show you people who are, like, all around the world. And so mm -hmm. it's a bit less conducive to actually meeting someone in your own city. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm mostly on Hinge. Recently redownloaded, obviously. Yeah. Mm. And what's crazy is that the, like, relationship you were in – in the U.S. would never have been even classified as a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
the timeline here is just so, so different. Yeah. Um, and we will get into that later in the episode. Yeah. But let's talk about, like, what guys are like here because I think they're so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're clearly so different than American guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, how they kind of approach and, like, what their intentions are and, like, the, just those types mm-hmm. of cultural differences. Yeah. I'd say that when they're approaching you, it's, like, flirt is full on. Mm-hmm. It's way less jokingly banter-like in the U.S. I feel like in the U.S. they use humor to kind of, like, yeah. swoon you in a way. So it's, like, more comfortable and you can kind of laugh at them. Whether it's funny or not, you're just kind or of like, with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and here it's, like, the charm is heavy. It's, like, let me try and sh- use these, like, cheesy fucking lines. Yeah. And they're fully serious and you're just kind of, like, <laughs> I don't see this as a French film. I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I feel like a lot of French guys think that we want to be fed these lines and, mm-hmm. like, fed this storyline of, like, how to get into a relationship and these things that guys say and this idea that they're so romantic. Let me take you on my motorcycle in the sunset. Yeah, I mean, that's fun, but, like... <laughs> but the way that they say But the way it, that they do it makes it sound like you're literally going to fall at their feet for them saying that, that mm-hmm. or, like, for doing something, and... Maybe it works on some girls, but yeah, I don't know. But it's like you have to work a little harder because it's like, yeah, every date in Paris is like somewhat romantic, but like you kind of have to, they expect that to be like enough for you. And it's like you got to try a little bit, yeah. you know? And it's so it's either very cringy or like super serious from the beginning because they're very set on what they want. And so yeah. they're going to like pursue to get to know you and like want that right away. Yeah. And so I think for the guys who are seriously, you know, interested in you, they mm-hmm. often propose kind of activity dates yeah. rather than, oh, let's go get a drink at a bar. Yeah. I think um, that's the biggest tell. Yeah. And I like some activity dates. I was proposed um, rollerblading. <laughs> which um, I've been told I'm just not good on wheels. Um, so I Yeah, in general. So I had to, de- had to decline that one. But, like, this one guy that I was seeing for a while last summer, um, he was the one, actually, who proposed the rollerblading. So um, we call him Rollerblade. Yeah, we'll call him Rollerblades. Um, and another day we went on was, like, a comedy show. And then we saw, like, a lights show at Invalide about Napoleon because the French are still obsessed with Napoleon. Yes. Yes. And then the most recent guy that I was seeing, we went to a, like, a live broadcast at uh, Radio France. Yeah. Which was cool. It is cool. I'll give him that. It was cool. I do remember I did get asked to go golfing on, like, a first date. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I've never golfed in my life. And I was like, I'm I'm so stressed about, like, what I'm supposed to wear because you're not aware of jeans, but I don't have, like, paint. Like, what oh, do gosh. I wear? And he's like, okay, like, maybe we don't go golfing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of prep work to do yeah. for <laughs> Um, But I think one thing that bothers me with French guys, especially, like, when you're setting up a first date, but in general, like, some of the suivi, like, after your first date, is that a lot of them are last minute. Yeah. They're not planners. Yeah. And that really really bothers me. Like, I am a huge planner. I still have, like, my moleskin calendar. So (laughs) I like to pencil things in. And, like, we are busy. So, like, I book things out to see friends, like, ahead yeah and so if a guy on sunday is like oh let's get a drink this week and i'm like great when and where (laughs) or if they say hey let's get a drink on thursday and they say that on sunday if i don't get a confirmation of that like we're not going (laughs) and i i just think that on the flip side it can show that they actually like really do care and are being attentive yeah and confirming a date and a time and the guy that i was seeing he did that Mm -hmm. i'd say like 90 percent of the time when i was on apps it was like Oh, let's go grab a drink. 
and it's like, oh, where? And he's like, oh, we'll find a place when it, like, when we meet up. No, I want to know where. I want to know where to meet you. I want to know where I'm going. I want to know what Alan du Small. Yeah, and they say they're spontaneous, but I'm like, are you spontaneous or are you lazy? I don't know. Fine line. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some of both, but um, yeah. or they're like, you pick a place. I'm like, no, bitch, I don't want to pick a place. <laughs> I want you to try and impress me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you think my vibe is? Pick a vibe. Pick your favorite vibe, so I get to know what you like. Yeah, and we'll see right away if we're gonna connect or not. Exactly. Um, and I do feel like the French, like they do. They're first of all, they're very proud of French culture, mm-hmm. and they also want to like try to teach you some stuff about French culture. Oh, they're teachers. <laughs> oh, they think they're teachers. They're professors. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if they know you're American. Because I have dual nationality, so yeah. I'm bilingual. I mean, we're both bilingual, but, like, I grew up speaking French, so I'd say my accent, you can't tell right away. But if I say that I'm American and if they hear any kind of mistake grammatically or whatnot, um, or they know that I haven't grown up here, they will try and give me fun facts about France or, like, yeah. correct me right away without, like, listening to the end of my sentence. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That was wrong. It's I, I I think that they expect that we have like a very low level of understanding. Yeah. And it's not France even French like, guys with dating, right? It's in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why like sometimes, for instance, I think the French guys, especially towards American girls, like I get this a lot on the apps. It's like, oh, do you want to speak French so you can practice? Yeah. And they get excited about it. Yeah. And it's like probably harmless. It's probably super genuine and yeah. they, they don't mean anything, but it gets annoying after yeah. a while. It, exactly. And I, I think that that is a trouble with like how they see us specifically, um, you know, a lot of Americans are mm-hmm. very transient. They're in and out in a year. They're not looking for anything long term. Yeah. And so I think that goes into the psychology of how French guys see us and approach us and kind of categorize us in what they're looking for as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that challenge of like actually showing like, oh, I can speak French and I've lived here for four years and I'm actually integrated into the culture and this and that mm-hmm. um, to show that you're not just, don't make me say it, Emily in Paris, <laughs> you know? Oh, and another thing, this this comes up a lot, um, but with the compliments, they love, first mm. of all, they will they compliment you a lot. Yeah. And it's sweet. It's sweet. It makes me a little uncomfortable because, I like, after a while, I don't know what to say. Well, in America, people don't compliment you like that. Yeah, they don't. Like, I this, don't think the, I was ever complimented yeah. on a date. I don't know. You look nice. No. Here it's like, oh, tu Here I get like, oh, I'm, I like, je me parle dans tes yeux. Like, yeah. all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Sorry. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, Yeah, and then you say it multiple times. And I'm like, thank you. Like, uh, and then they, they want compliments in return. And this guy, mm-hmm. who I was, you know, I yeah. he said, je, je me perds dans tes yeux. And I was like, oh, like, um, j'adore ton rire. Because yeah. I did. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, like, I can tell, like, a lot from your laugh. Like, if you're enjoying yourself, like, kind of yeah. what vibe you are, like, you know. And so I told him that. And he was like, out of all the things you could have said, you picked my laugh. <laughs> and he got so offended. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know how to compliment. Because that's the other thing. Yeah. It's like. If complimenting in the U.S. is, like, a but lot it's less, unique. it's that also... That was unique. That was a unique compliment. Yeah. I thought it was a good compliment. You could be like, oh, I like your eyes, too. Like, okay, boo-hoo, whatever, you know? <laughs> I don't. But that's the other thing is that, especially as women coming from the U.S., I feel like we are not in the, in the you know, practice of complimenting men as well. Yeah. So that's a new... And I feel like in the U.S., it's always kind of like, I don't know, are we serious enough that I can say this? I don't know where we stand. Is that yeah. person seeing somebody else? Whereas here, it's like... If they're serious and they're seeing you, like, they're not seeing anybody else. So I guess most recently, I met this guy on Hinge. Um, We went on a 
lot of really fun dates that were very well thought out. And like, I was seeing a lot of intention from his side, which I really liked. He was 34. And, you know, that's always something you want to like suss out. You can kind of tell like if you're at similar points in your life, it's okay. Whereas, you know, if you're still a student and they're, you know, 10 years into their job, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, But now that I'm working and like our lives just seem to like match up pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really great at the beginning, for sure. Um, Adorable dates. We did have adorable dates. Mm -hmm. Like he planned out this whole picnic. And first of all, like we met on our first date and he was so sweet. And like he basically said like, oh, I was expecting something completely different based on your profile, like seeing that you're an American, that you're 25, Mm -hmm. all this. And he basically said like, but you know what I got is so much better, which Mm -hmm. I was like, that's... Oh, you know, <laughs> no, because like, like we were just talking about, like, it's really nice to actually be seen for what you are and not what they expect you to be. Yeah. Um, and so he was like really excited and he said, oh, like, if it doesn't bother you, could we like set up a second date while we're here? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I would love that. You know, like, see, mm-hmm. points for planning, planning ahead. ahead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and so we did. And then he's like, okay, I'm gonna plan this whole surprise date. And I was like, okay. I have a rule. We're not because of how much these Frenchmen like to do activities. I was yeah. like, my only rule is that we're not doing an escape game. And so we ended up first of all going to a little picnic. We did go on his and motorcycle. He also sent her a list of like questions just to oh, make I sure that, that. Yeah. she would be comfortable. Yeah. He was like, like, what time do you like to eat around? Like, would you be comfortable going on a motorcycle? Um, what else did he do? Do you ask prefer me? jazz or classical? Oh yeah. Do you prefer that? It, it, it was very thoughtful. Yeah. Very. Like, also, like we are going to be picnicking, so wear something that would be comfortable to sit on the ground. Yeah, and maybe in the evening it might get a little chilly, so maybe think about bringing us. Like it was yeah. very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So that was honestly a first for me. I don't think yeah. anyone has ever been that thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. Yeah. Um, and and in between that. <laughs> He was leaving on a business trip and oh, yeah. wanted to see her so badly before this surprise date that he literally <laughs> changed the time of his train and took her to Le Train Bleu, which is like yeah, an I extremely have, nice restaurant in yeah. Gare de Lyon. That was really fun. And that was like, okay, he yeah. clearly really wants to see me. And that's the thing that I really appreciated also is that like he's not hiding the fact that he likes me. Mm-hmm. Which also then makes me feel more open and more free to, like, express how I feel. Yeah. And I just think it provides just, like, a lot more comfort within, like, knowing where each other stands. Um, and so that was really nice. And I think that, in, like, I hate in the U.S. where it's, like, a lot of a guessing game and, like, kind of, like, oh, who can care less about the other person? Who can be, yeah. you know, it's more of, like, I'm going to make him wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I just really appreciated that he was being upfront with that he liked me and that he was being very intentional, all of this. Cut to more recently, two weeks ago, um, I learned that he is not 34. He's actually 42. And that— and he told her this, like, before a date with me and Yeah, Jean. we were going right. on a double date. Um, we were going to go to this white party at the Chateau de Chantilly, which is uh, about an hour and a half outside Paris. And it was going to be this whole fun kind of midsummer vibe— and it was. Night. And it was. Yeah. But like 30 minutes before we were getting in the car, he had said something referencing a year or something. And so I was like, wait, but what year were you born? Mm-hmm. And he started being a little shady about it. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Actually, you have to tell me how old you are. Yeah. And he was like refusing for a while. And I was like, 
it got to the point where he kind of made me be like, oh, like, whatever you say, it will be fine, but just let me know. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm 42. And so instead of being nine years apart, we're actually 17. <laughs> I'm sorry. So... <laughs> That was her name to our parents than to you. Yeah, and then, like, we get in the car, I see you guys, and I'm like, we do this whole thing. And then the second that he and Jean went to go check on the tickets, I was like, Justine, he's 42. (laughs) Justine. (laughs) And I was like, okay, okay, is this a deal breaker? Yeah, she's trying Um, to talk me down. She's like, how do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just trying to gauge the vibe. So, yeah, things did not work out. Um, there was more on that, but I Not think because of that either. It should have been because of that, but there was a lot of other stuff yeah. going on also as well. Also just his immaturity for a 42-year-old. Exactly. Yeah, somehow I ended up being the adult in that relationship. and He, like, started a petty fight at this event, and it was, like, their fourth date. Yeah, it was stupid. And, and by I, the time that this happened, they were in a relationship, by the way, because you had yeah. just officialized Yeah, it. so he basically asked me to be his girlfriend, and before I knew how old he actually was, which yeah. is, like, super, I don't like, I like, the whole thing was just yeah. bad. And that shows the timeline in France. Like, people will ask you to be in a relationship, like, three dates in. Yeah. A better example, perhaps, of who can, we can mention our dear friend Cargo Pants. <laughs> Cargo Pants. <laughs> poor guy. The poor oh. guy. This is also, like... You know, you start out with these ideas about who you're going to want to go on a date with. You have your whole type figured out. And then you move to France and all the men, sorry, most of the men, (laughs) (laughs) you feel like you could just snap them in half. Like they're just very, like I think I have more muscle mass than a lot of French men. Yeah, so I was introduced to this guy, what is it now, two summers ago? Yeah. Um, by a mutual friend, and he actually was kind of muscular. So I was like, oh, my he was gosh. Sweet. He was a little bit short for what he was, you yeah. go for, but yeah, he was yeah. muscular. And I think that goes into, like, you don't go for your types in France. You go for... Yeah, you go for someone who... <laughs> is kind. Is kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. Yeah, so I was, like, willing to give him a shot, despite the fact that he d- did show up to this event in cargo pants. Or cargo shorts, sorry. Cargo shorts. Cargo shorts, um... A fedora, a fedora and then these glasses. So, like, fake Ray-Bans. It was so bad. He was, like, glued to my side. Yeah. And that was a lot. Um, But basically, we went on – honestly, like, it was after our first date. Yeah. He was like, oh, so, like – We're together. We're together, yeah. And I was like, oh, so I, I literally told him <laughs> – I said this out loud. I was like, so should I cancel the date I had on Thursday with someone else? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, so sorry. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Like it was, it was a lot. But so we started seeing each other, and we did, you know, have some fun double dates with yeah, you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through this story. Okay, so I was, I was going on a trip with my friend to Italy, and so it was the night before, and I basically was like, okay, you either have to leave now, or you have to leave with me at four a.m. when I go catch my flight. And in the morning, I was having some trouble, you know getting the cab or something. So I was really focused on myself and he was basically like, oh, it's too early. Like, there's no metro, you know? And I was like, ugh, fine. Lock up with my spare key when you leave. Yeah. That was a lot. But like, again, everything is moving so fast. You're like doing things that you normally would not do. Yeah. Um, and I'm in Italy and I get this text and he's like, hey, so like my fridge broke. I'm just going to put all my stuff into your fridge. Not even a not, question. Yeah, not a question. He's telling me this. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good solution. And so, like, he keeps this stuff on ice for, like, three days. But, like, he asks me more than once. And he once. was, like, annoyed. Yeah. yeah. He was irritated. 
And I was like, J- this is not like a what's mine is yours suddenly. I've known you for like two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. And he asked a couple times and he's like, well, I have vaccines in my fridge. I'm like, why do you have vaccines in your fridge? <laughs> this is like, this is not normal. This is bad. And then and then it was, oh, you're getting back Monday. I'll cook the steaks that I've had on ice for three days for us. And I'm like, I'm not eating steaks that have been on ice for three days. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah so it was like I, immediately we lived together. It was a lot. So that ended. And so I basically like got back, saw him in a public place, got my key back. And then I was like, sorry, this is over. Yeah. And I do. F- I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel bad. But it was I mean, coming pants. from the U.S. Like that's a lot. It was a lot. I had been talking to a person for like half a year in the U.S. And that was like, we are absolutely not in a relationship. No, and it's not to say that like. I mean, I've had things in the U.S. where the beginning was so drawn out. It made me so frustrated. It it mm-hmm. makes you feel, like, unwanted and, like, un, not valued and, like, all this. So I don't necessarily criticize the quicker timelines or the no. more committed timelines. But you still have to. But it's one extreme to another. Yeah, exactly. Something in so, between would be nice. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do have one before I met Jean because I'd been on, like, a couple dates prior to meeting him Mm -hmm. and there's one guy i call him wine snob and (laughs) honestly at this point i wasn't looking for anything really serious i was just looking for human connection and to like meet people because it was covid so most of them were just really to make friends and just to get to know people and like if you know we like hit it off or whatever then great but like no expectations so this person he lived outside of paris so he would like drive into like come see me and we'd go on like coffee dates or like Mm -hmm. sit by the canal and then eventually like we made dinner together at like my apartment and uh the reason he is wine snob i had a wine that it's like one of my favorite wines and we open it and he literally takes a sip and spits it out in his (gasps) glass and he's like this is disgusting and i was like oh my god oh my god he's like you do not know how to pick wines and i was like that's rude like you don't know me like that (laughs) Know me to the point where you also, can. Also, what me. is it with all the men from the banlieue? Yeah, like all the men from the suburbs. They're all snobs. <laughs> Sorry, but anyways, he's like he checks. There's this app called Vivino where you can check like the ratings of a wine, and he's like, I need to check this on Vivino. It's probably two, and it was a four point eight, and he <laughs> felt really silly after he saw that. I bet he did. Um, and he he's should. like, Oh, let me give it another. I mean, maybe you need to be like aired out, you know, like whatever. So. I was pretty much like, eh, I don't like that. I don't like how you speak to me. He kind of made me feel small. Mm. And the next time we saw each other was when I was going to say, like, I'm not feeling this. And yeah. he was like, and he was supposed to move to Miami in, like, May. And, and this was, like, in February. So, like, it was short-lived. I just wanted – I thought we were going to be, like, friends, if anything. Um, and then he was like, no, like, I'm really liking you. Like, my, I talk to my dad about you all the time. Oh, and, gosh. like – I think we could make long distance work. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, absolutely not. Like, you were, we're already long distance. You're in the suburbs, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, well, I think it'd just be really hard to, like, start something now and then, like, have to be so long distance. Like, yeah. I can't do that. Whatever. Very... And then he, like, whatever. Definitely for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And he's probably going to listen to this. I'm <laughs> fine. You know who won't listen to this? Pirate Man. Pirate Man. Well, Pirate not listen Man. To this. <laughs> this was another favorite. This is the other thing is that I am very I like to have friends' opinions of people. And so Justine and Jean have met like all of these. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know what to call them at this point. Experiences. All these experiences, um, including Pirate Man, who I met and went on like a couple dates with, and then I was having a Halloween party, and I thought it would be a nice gesture to invite him. Um, but you had only gone on like one or two dates. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was very new, but there were like going to be a lot of people there, so I was like, he'll just blend in and like yeah. play, keep it low key. Um, first of all, he was not low-key. He was very territorial of me at this yeah. party, which I thought was super uncomfortable. Um, everyone else kind of had a, like, funny, cool, like, I don't like, know, pop culture reference. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Lucy and I, we went as cabaret dancers because we were taking a cabaret class at the time, and we thought, it, you know, whatever. And he shows up in this, like, really half-ass pirate costume. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Aww. And, like, people would come up to me and be like, who's the pirate man? So we call him pirate yeah. man. He was being really creepy, and so we actually – so we went from my house to this uh, boat on the Seine, and we took different Ubers, guys and girls. And so by the time that the guy's Uber arrived, he could not find me. Mm -hmm. And so he kept calling me on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) And at this point, I was, like, so over it, too, because he was being so annoying the whole night. And he had also been, like, flirting with another girl and, like, asked for her Instagram. Exactly. But then had the audacity to pull me aside and be like, you're not paying attention to me. And yeah. I was like, I am hosting a party. Yeah. Go talk to yourself. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, I was really over it. And, again, it's only been a couple dates, so I was, like, within my rights to just kind of, mm-hmm. like, cut him loose. And I got so irritated, he kept calling me. And so I think I handed the phone to Jean, and I was like, can you just deal with this? And he did. Thank you, Jean. Um, but then we came out of the boat four hours later, and he was sitting there. <laughs> he was sitting there. On, like, a... <laughs> stone ledge and like popped up when we came out he like popped out of his little there you are yeah and I was like oh my god what have you been doing for four hours man Jesus Christ yeah and then the next day I looked at my phone he had called me 37 times and he he came home with you yeah he was like can I come up yeah he he like refused to let me go home by myself and then he was like can I come up and I was like what makes you think? What about this night makes you think that this went well? <laughs> You're going home, and I've never seen you again. Oh, so, anyways, um, yeah, they can be very intense. Yeah. So Quincy has the tendency to go for guys who want to be her boyfriend after like two dates. I have a tendency to go for guys who cheat on me. No. Um, I think every single, every single relationship where we were defined as together. Has cheated on me. Um, But this one really takes the case. It really... It's brilliant. I don't even understand how this happened. So Mm. TikTok boy and I had a lot in common because actually when I met this person, we were both living in in the Bay Area and it was during COVID and we Mm. had mutual friends and we had like similar backgrounds and he is half French and I'm half French or like grew up in in the U.S. with French parents um, and... It was the first time after, like, my really bad breakup it had been, like, a year that I'd really fallen for someone. So this, like, hurt extra. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was really exciting to have met someone who shared, like, the same background as me, like, grew up in the same place. Yeah, it's very exciting. Had it's the same like... culture. Um, and then to know that he was also moving to Paris. And, like, a few months prior to me, so he went in September and I was moving in January but because he was moving to Paris, um, I wanted to go visit my school and stuff. And I ended up staying in his apartment with him. Like mm-hmm. his first week of getting there, like I came in and stayed with him for three weeks. And at this point, I felt a little bit something was off. But I mm. I didn't know if it was just like me and my skepticism or whatever. 
Yeah, that's hard to tell, too, like, when you're still getting to know someone. Yeah, and I know that I, because I was, like, so scarred from my past relationship, I was like, maybe I'm not giving him enough chance, I'm not being open yeah. enough, whatever. So we had a great three weeks. Then by the end, it kind of felt weird. So basically, we had been hanging out with um, this other person all together all the time. Um, he had a best friend from the States that he'd FaceTime all the time. I got to know her. And I found out later on when I went back home and came back, oh, when I came God. back in January and we all hung out again, he invited me and this other girl to come over and catch up when I had moved back to France. And we both see this like girl on his screen, like screensaver. Oh my God. And so as we walk oh. out, we both come to realize that like we were dating him at the same time. I was literally living in his house and we would all hang out and she had never said anything about like it's weird that she's staying in your bed because like he lived That's in a studio. so bad. Like where am I supposed to sleep? Um, and oh, not only that, but his best friend from the U.S. was his girlfriend of a year in the U.S. Oh my, I don't think I knew that. Yes. He had a girlfriend back home that they were doing long distance or I don't know how long it was, but I know that they were together oh, for like quite a, a bit of time. Um, and that she was, like, also moving to France soon. Um, then there was, you know, so, like, that's three people. And then he had this girlfriend who probably knew nothing of what was happening. Yeah, of course. But, like, by the time I got back, like, they were together. And now they're engaged. So, I mean, I don't know if wow. she knows anything. Maybe not. But, yeah, so that was awesome. Because I came to France thinking, oh, great, like, I have this guy. Yeah. Um, nope, you have no one. <laughs> oh. And I feel like there are French guys who who do see multiple people at once and they lie. Yeah. Like, they're well, cheaters. I, like, I know, but that's, like, a stereotype. And I'm like, is that really true? Like, is there kind of, like, this unspoken thing that people are, like, seeing other people? Well, like, Jaya's guy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We got to get her on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of – I mean, obviously, there's lots of scenarios. There's not a one type fits all. Like, in yeah. the U.S., it's very different as well. But, like, in general, mm -hmm. these have been our experiences. Yeah. And there's Jean, who I He's made the only him, redeeming one. Well, I made him wait, like, five months before we were official. <laughs> <laughs> we had our little Monday dates and then sometimes Saturday dates. We had been dating for, like, two months and then um, – or seeing each other. I don't know. Whatever. We were dating. Yeah. I wasn't seeing anybody else. But I knew that my summer was, like, jam-packed. I was not going to be around. Mm -hmm. Like, I had one month in the U.S. to visit friends and family. Yeah. Um, and then I had, like, maybe two weeks in France before I went to the south of France with my family because they came to Paris. And we did, right. like, a whole, like, month plus in the south of France. And before I left, I remember we had, like, this long conversation about, like, what's going to happen, mm. like, while I'm away. Yeah, like what is and I, time. I was very quick to say, like, I don't expect you to, like, wait for me. I know that's a long time to, like, yeah, commit yeah. someone we haven't seen each other for that long. And then he got really upset. And I felt <laughs> super bad because oh. I thought that he would be, like, oh, good, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> off the hook. But, like, not at all. And then, uh, I mean, we chatted while I was away. Like, I don't think we FaceTime much, but we, we texted, like, almost every day. And then he surprised me at the airport when I got back. Um even though he didn't, doesn't have a car, he came. <laughs> and then we took a taxi together. That's commitment. And then we planned a week in Greece together. Um, yeah. And I think that at that point, he we were like in my apartment and he called his friend. He's like, I'm at my girlfriend's. And I was like, 
what? Like, Girlfriend who? I don't see no one. Oh, my God. Um, and so that's when we had, like, a conversation about, like, okay, where do we stand? What do we want out of this? Because we hadn't even talked about it. Yeah. And, and I we feel like it's like, not as common to, like, have a yeah. DTR. Yeah. I think that's what he was telling me. Like, yeah. in France, like, you just, like, you, you start seeing someone and then, like, you're together. And it's just, like, assumed. You don't ever have a conversation about it. So... I was like, well, that's not going to fly with me. Like, I think I need that m- for mental purposes. Like, I just need to know. Yeah. And I think right before I left on my month vacation with my family, he'd asked me, like, properly with flowers. And um, and he ended up, like, coming and visiting and, like, met my family, which was probably a lot for him because it was my parents plus my grandparents and uncles and Oh, my gosh. Brother. That's, that's intimidating. Yeah. So... That was fun. But he definitely, like, he waited it out. <laughs> Jean's our only gem. He's From the gem. all these experiences. Yes. <laughs> Next week is COVID so that we can get it all out and then forget about it. Yes. Because that's one thing is, like, yeah, yes. COVID is, you have to acknowledge it and you want to, it is important to talk about because, yeah. like, that We're not wasn't... trying to, like, gaslight people into thinking that never happened. Like, yeah, exactly. Talk about it. Like, it happened. It also, like, works its way into a lot of, like, cultural references now here. Yeah. Um, and so that's, like, why I'm, like, glad that I stayed because I'm, like, okay, now I feel like we all went through this together. Yes. So, um, yeah, we'll talk more about what that actually looked like. And yeah. that being said, a bientôt. Au revoir.